Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Good morning, video games. Welcome to Filthy Casuals, a podcast about video games hosted by three very kind and extremely knowledgeable boys. Thank you very much for joining us. My name is Tommy Dasilo and with me, as always, it's Ben Vernell. Here we are in our Game of the Year episode part one. Don't know if we're going to have much to talk about Mm. at the end of this year. I don't know. What do you think, Adam Knox? I think uh, th- it, what a year it's been. Mm. Yes. What a year. Yes. Mm. Everyone's excited to look back at 2020. Yep. Mm-hmm. So, uh, let's have a look at the year that was. Yep. Ah! <laughs> oh, it's our game of the year. Ah! Here's the award for best dumpster fire. <laughs> it's 2020. Here's the award for year we want to start over again. <laughs> well, the, the implication being that we could change things if we started it over again, but I think the ball was already in motion by <laughs> yes. the beginning. Of- yeah, Pretty yeah, funny. Yeah. But could we start it over again? Because I just want to experience yeah. it all fresh. <laughs> Honestly, I would do it differently. Would you? Yeah, I reckon there's some things I'd do differently. Like beyond the obvious time travel stuff of like, I'm going to invest in Zoom and all that mm. sort of thing. Oh, okay, right, Don't right, like right. I'd have the fucking money to get any big return on my investment. But like, yeah. I'd take out a loan, I guess. Mm-hmm. Like oh, yeah. I could fucking take out a loan. I'd steal <laughs> some money. Sure, you'd rob a bank in January. Yeah, and then yeah. go like, can I buy stocks in cash? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> They'd be like, well, these notes are stolen. They have numbers <laughs> yeah, on them and yeah. we know what numbers They're got They're covered taken. in that blue ink that explodes when you yeah, run yeah. out of the bank. So so if I were to start 2020 over again, I would spend it in jail and it wouldn't be any different. Mm, yeah. <laughs> I'd take yeah. out a loan in someone else's name because I found out at the end of 2020 how easy that is to do. Yeah. Because yes. <laughs> someone stole my identity. Uh, that's a true story. Yes. But uh, yeah, we are here doing our look back at 2020, mm. our game of the year episode part yeah. one. We are doing things a little bit differently this mm-hmm. year. Have you guys been here before? No? Okay, we do things a little bit differently here. <laughs> We're going to show you our menu of uh, games of the year right at the start and then yep. uh, we'll take you through a degustation menu of uh, each game of the year. You can tell me your favourite games of the year. I'll just remember it. I won't even write it down. That's how good this place is. Nothing better than a way to doing that. Have you guys been here before? And like say there's five of you, four of you have and one of you's like no and then the waiter just going like, well, everyone else at your table seems like a complete dumb fuck yes. who won't be able to explain this to you. So I'm now going to go through the process of eating at a restaurant for just exactly, this one yeah. holdout who's never been to this restaurant before so I have to assume doesn't know how to order and eat it's crazy that the, the, the people who work at the finest restaurants don't seem to have ever been to another restaurant yeah. and realise that oh this is how everywhere works right it's not bad it's not a bad business model to just go, just assume no 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 we're the only one yeah. we should start every episode of this like just assuming you guys have never listened to a podcast mm. before so what's basically going to happen is you're going to hear voices in your head now you're not <laughs> having a psychotic episode this was and this isn't happening live in front 
front of you. This was recorded mm. in the past. Mm. We've spent roughly an hour trying to be funny and informative, and mm-hmm. you're going to consume that information, <laughs> and then it's in your library, and you can listen to it whenever you want. And That's if you right. take uh, the whole amount of content in, over time you'll be able to develop a solid enough picture of these people that you could, if you wanted to, steal their identity with the information <laughs> contained within. It yeah. literally would be from that, I yeah. would imagine. Yeah, or yeah. you feel like you know them well enough that you could constantly harass them <laughs> over Instagram and demand that they send you a photo of a girl, of their girlfriend. Oh, Something else yes. that's happened to me recently. Yes. Just a girlfriend. <laughs> Just a girlfriend. Yeah, Here you go, Carmen Electra. Yeah, there's Kristen Stewart. <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> um... Yeah, yeah, we've we, got. Yeah, we request that you don't uh, leave any minor feedback on iTunes as a review, uh, just unless it's positive. Uh, unless it's positive, give yes, us a good review course. on Yelp. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're yes, a restaurant yes. too. We've got, we've got <laughs> for each of the video games we'll be giving you. We've got fantastic movie pairings to go with. Them. <laughs> 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 but yeah, in the past we've done uh, a game of the year episode. We've each written a top five and we've kind of mm. gone around the horn. And then if there's a bit of overlap, we might kind of stop and one of us would go. Oh, I actually have this number two. That <laughs> we stop and go. What did you say, Mike? Okay. <laughs> yeah. uh, we don't edit those bits in, but we scream at each other yeah. for hours. <laughs> I was going to pick the last of us. How could you have known that I was going to do that? Yeah, we do a bit of wrestling. We, yeah. uh, and the winner gets to have that game in their list, and then the loser has to pick something else to go in at number two. My trick is to come in fully oiled up so no one can get a hold of me and scream, yeah. Half-Life! Yeah. <laughs> of course it's Half-Life. But this year, uh, we figured that there was going to be a fair bit of crossover in our games, and rather than... Then doing it in the way that we normally would, we're gonna we're gonna each just kind of go through our lists up the top of this episode pretty quickly, and then we're gonna go uh, just into a deeper discussion of the games of the year, yeah, with some little categories and awards that we've come up with. So we're putting less focus on our individual top fives and yeah. uh, just kind of having more of a chat of the overall year because yeah, uh, yeah there were there wasn't uh, yeah there were. Like this year, a lot of uh, big heavy hitters that had been in development for a long time, people very excited for for a very long time, kind mm-hmm. of all came out. Mm-hmm. Yeah, people were trying to get them out of the door before the generation ended. Exactly, which yeah. worked yeah. for most of them, and <laughs> also <laughs> Cyberpunk came out. Yeah, I mean, even the ones that it worked for got some interesting responses to them. So right, yeah, it feels like Last of Us, Indiana Jones style, got under the door, managed mm-hmm. to grab the hat. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Cyberpunk <laughs> got under the door, went to grab the hat, and the door came down and amputated yeah. it. Yeah. I want a refund on this hat, please. <laughs> Try, tried to grab the hat out from under the door, but like a badger bit onto its arm yes. and he was like waving it around, yeah. getting stuck in all the other yeah. traps because it was scared by the badger. But then he just sort of like went through the, the, the door anyway. <laughs> That's yeah. what I was like going to say. Yeah. Through, yeah. Went to grab the hat. His pants fell off. Door slammed shut, cut <laughs> yeah. the arm off, but then the hat clipped back through yeah. the door yeah. anyway. Yeah. So he picked no up arm, that, but whatever. Picked up that little golden <laughs> idol, but then it like hovered in the air still <laughs> and there was a second one there <laughs> as well. Tried to call his plane to get away but it like exploded on the, the side of a river yeah, the golden yeah, idol yeah. had a big dick and big tits and he's like whoa what the fuck bro yeah. that's sick dude yeah yeah yeah, yeah. and I mean like so, some people found that funny enough to not mind all of those bugs but uh, do you want to just go around one by one to prove that we mean it that we don't care about our game of the years and say what mm. well, not that we don't care but that it's not the focus it's not the focus and one by one say what are f- full on number one top game of the year Let's let's do our lists one by one. Okay. Okay. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Count, count I, think we, I think we do our lists. Okay. Yeah. Well, after still, you, Tommy. All right. Uh, number five for me, Crash Bandicoot Four. Whoa. Yeah. <laughs> That's why we're not focusing on it. Yeah. <laughs> I will say I'll, I'll get to my honourables in a minute, but yeah. like fifth place for me, 
could have been like I went back and forth between about six games that could mm-hmm. have been, could have been mm-hmm. five because the four the, yeah. artistic masterpieces and then a fifth one that I just enjoyed mm-hmm. a lot had a lot mm-hmm. of fun with it love platformers this is a great platformer uh, number four Kentucky Route Zero Ooh. number three Last of Us Two mm-hmm. number two Final Fantasy Seven Remake yes and number one uh, Persona Five Royal and I based my ordering on uh, personal enjoyment yeah trying to focus interesting interesting less metric on artistic kind of technical achievement and what I think is like technically the best made and uh, just, uh, yeah, the amount of uh, pleasure... I got out of them. Um, my I honorable, think we'll, mm. we'll get to those. Like we're doing some categories too. I don't know yes. if we mentioned that. So yes. we'll, yep. we'll kind of rank and rate things based on different stuff later. Yes. Yep. yep. And my honourable mentions uh, tied sixth place. Any one of these could have been in there instead of mm. Crash Bandicoot 4. Mm. Spider-Man, Miles Morales, Pikmin 3, Animal Crossing, and then the rest of my honourables, Doom Eternal, Hades, Resident Evil 3, Tony Hawk 1 and 2, Astro's Playroom, Paper Mario, mm. and Carry On. Carry on camping. Mm. And special mention to the Oculus Rift. Oh, yes. Had a oh. great, had a great uh, end of the year with that. Yes. I guess we'll talk about that a little bit later in one of the categories, mm. probably. Yeah. Um, I Yeah, I've got 10, but I guess I'll do my five and the rest are sort of like you, Tommy, equal six almost. Mm-hmm. Uh, five, Cyberpunk 2077. Mm. Four, Final Fantasy VII Remake. Three, Crusader Kings 3, a game that uh, no one else... On this podcast, play <laughs> a few people in our group did and, and got super deep into and will probably come up again yeah. in one of the categories. Uh, number two, The Last of Us 2. And number one, Kentucky Route Zero TV Edition. I, is, is, is That's yeah. the technical yes. like one that we played with yep. all of them together. No, yep. my one on my list is uh, specifically just Chapter 2. <laughs> 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 the bit where you run around as the dog. Yes. Or the, the, cat? the cat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't think you played it, mate. <laughs> Five and it's a cat. The Fake bit, fan. The bit in um, Kentucky where you root the, the zero. Um, I think that it's worth noting too, just mentioning that, that there'll probably be some spoilers that we won't like yes. flag in, in some bits for Pro- some of these games. We're Almost not going to hold back. Yeah. On the game of the year, I don't think we... Uh, yeah, because yeah. it'll yeah. be pertinent to what we think of them, obviously, like to, yep. especially with stuff like The Last of Us to talk about. The story totally, and we yeah we will will clearly flag like we're about to go deep on this game, and it'll be right. the next twenty minutes. <laughs> I love or so. the thing that reminded you of that was whoa whoa whoa. We'd better not let people know there's a cat in Kentucky <laughs> Route Zero. It, it's it it comes out of nowhere. It's it very surprising. It really does, yeah. Like a cat is is prone to. Um. So my <laughs> other my other games. Uh, I got Ghost Runner on this list. Really, really enjoyed that. Gotta play that. Yeah, it's it's super fun, tight gameplay. Tony Hawk loved it. Can't fault that as a remake. Uh, Game of Thrones. Um, sorry, Ghost of Tsushima. GOT. GOT. Greatest of time. Yes. <laughs> Grand of Theft Auto. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and Half Life Alex. Oh, and sorry, Astro Astro's Playroom was uh, was also was cut off this screenshot. Cool. Um, but uh, yeah, screenshot. I took a screenshot of my Google Doc. Oh, my God. <laughs> what a bizarre... I'm going boomer. Yeah. I'm going boomer from now on. A lot of lot of emojis on that list yeah. as well. Yeah. like, wow, the fuck? Yeah. Um, <laughs> you number one game. better than me? Tommy, Tommy had to edit out all the uh, the key touch sounds that I still have yeah. on my phone. Ben, ben made us open his phone again twice. Yeah. And he turned the volume up real loud. Um, number one game of 2020. A drunk min- minion telling Joe Biden... <laughs> to suck it yes <laughs> Donald Duck saying sometimes you do some friends aren't really friends <laughs> <laughs> 
Um, <laughs> a word we said just before uh, made me realize as well. First category, word of the year. Congratulations to Prone on winning. Oh, yes. yes. <laughs> yeah, the <laughs> official Macquarie Dictionary the, uh, selection for new... <laughs> yeah, the Even word. though it's been around forever. <laughs> what? In video games specifically. Yeah. <laughs> but Tommy finding out that the word Prone exists. Yes. <laughs> it's a big year for me. It's yeah. a very educational year, yeah, you know. Yeah, yeah. People say that games rot your brain. Well, I beg to differ. <laughs> They're educational. I think, you know, is this, Mar- is this Last of Us 2 or Mario Teachers typing? Because I'm having a fucking educational... I'm having a bit of edutainment right here. The most education. Mario teaches typing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's where I learned on my type. Um, I've only got a top five because, mm-hmm. yeah, number five as well could have been a bunch of other games, but this one was just a little better. And all the others I didn't feel strongly enough about to even write down sure. as mentions, you know? But so number five kind of, <laughs> it's uh, it's okay. Doom Eternal. Yep. Mm. Number four, Last of Us Part Two. Number three, Astro's Playroom. Number two, Kentucky Route Zero. And number one, confidence is a preference known for the habitual voyeur of what is known as Half-Life. Very good. Oh, yeah, baby. <laughs> I thought of that before. That's, what, that's why I was like, let's go say our top names. <laughs> top, top, top games immediately. Cause, and I fucked it up when I said it too. I read a different word. But what, yeah, Half-Life Alex is uh, my favorite. Um, and I'm just going to read this for, for posterity. Our Patreon group, we had a big poll uh, in their game of the year. And the top five, look, the, the, the number one was, was a landslide. Because it was only like vote for your favourite, right? Vote so. for your favourite, vote once, yeah. Um, but uh, counting down from five, Persona 5 Royal, FF7 Remake, Ghost of Tsushima, Animal Crossing New Horizons, a mm. game that we have not mentioned yet. Or did you mention it, Tommy? It's in my honourable. It, right. it it's, a, it's a tied sixth place and sure. was, at one point I had it as number five. Yeah, yeah, right. Uh, and yeah, number one was the last, last of Us Part Two by a massive, massive margin. Mm, that I feel like that happened a lot with polls that I've seen yeah. around too. Or Ghost of Tsushima has been very popular as well. Well, that took the Game Awards fan vote in it, a potentially mm. toxic manner. Well, that's the thing. I think that from what I've seen, and it's okay not to like the Last of Us. Yeah. But the, yeah, uh, uh, the people who didn't like The Last of Us tended to go to Ghost of Tsushima under for some reason. Which, yeah, I, yeah, I guess because it's like Pretty, a, it's a lot more straightforward, a straightforward triple A yeah. game. Not a lot to criticize about it. Not a lot of revolutionary stuff in it, mm. but uh, a good game. Yeah, a safe pick. I feel like of the websites and stuff I've seen doing their game of the year, it's either been. Last of Us 2 or Hades. Yes. <laughs> Two opposite Hades ends of the spectrum where it's like yeah. technical yeah. achievement or just pure fun. Yes. Much smaller scale game, but undeniably mm. a lot of fun, very rewarding. Mm. Just two... Two completely different types of game. It feels like it's the parasite of games. Right. It's like, <laughs> you know, sort of the underdog in the big AAA mm-hmm. world, even mm. though it's like a big production that's beyond most indie stuff. But, still, yeah. you know, like it, yeah. It, none of us have really played it that much, right? God, I would I, love I, yeah. Bong Joon Ho to write and direct a video oh, game. That would be awesome. Fuck. <laughs> That'd be pretty cool. Uh, I've pl- I played it a bit. I played it for a few hours, which mm. for a, a rogue light is. Uh, well, uh, apparently not enough to get, you know, what it's really about because, yeah, people are raving about it. People are saying the writing's really good, which I did find charming. Yeah. But didn't find a lot of depth in it. But I, I guess, you know, it changes I think it builds a lot. is yeah. the impression. Yeah. yeah. So I really, we'll, we'll, really we'll like kinda, it. We'll talk about it a bit more in a category coming up. Yes. Yeah. In this capacity. Yeah. I really like it, but a game of that style really has a hard time yep. cracking my all-time top five because yep. it's missing a couple of the... 
key things that really make me fall in love with a game. Mm. Even though it is really fun and yeah, I'm I'm going I'm going away next week, so I'll probably mm. put a bit of time into it then. Good little one to pick up for an hour, but uh yeah. Cuz it's Switch. Did it get released on PS? It's PC and I think it's uh, uh yeah, it was PC and Switch at launch, I think. Yeah. I believe it's on the other consoles now. Right. Right. Yeah, I think it was just PC for a while. Yeah, well, I, I played it in early access yeah, on yeah. PC. Because uh, yeah. by the time oh, it yeah. came to Switch, there were, by the time it got, I think it got announced in like an indie direct or something okay. and, then, and then put up on the store that day. Yeah. And there were already people going, this game rules. This yeah. is great that this is on yeah. Switch. Yeah. So, well, yeah. yeah, it was, sorry, I think it was on the Epic store for like a year. That makes sense. And then it was early access, Steam, then released okay. on PC, Switch. And I, yeah, I'm not even sure. If it's on the consoles, but uh, yeah. We're not the Hades people. No. <laughs> you want some Hades yeah. coverage yeah. at the end of the year here? There's plenty of places you can go. Mm-hmm. But yep. if you want our specific brand of coverage, yes. then you've come to the right place. That's right. Because we've, uh, we've got that. Yep. A slightly less informed than everyone else. Yep. Well, we do things a little bit differently around here. <laughs> we haven't heard of half of the ingredients of food. <laughs> yeah. And we're not going to use them. <laughs> What's beef? <laughs> Every other restaurant's doing a lot of beef, are <laughs> yeah, they? Yeah, well, yeah. whatever. We've okay. not even tried beef, yeah. really. Yeah, not really for us. Yeah. I smelled you know. it once. Yeah. 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 I tried some beef back before they finished it off. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Or it was fully cooked. I patted a cow. <laughs> yeah, you're right. We do do things a little differently here. So now let's get into our uh, categories mm. for games of the year. And the first cab off the rank, craziest shit that happened in 2020. Yes. That's our that's our personal spin on games journalism, mm-hmm. baby. <laughs> Pretty fair title for something as well. Uh, yeah. let's, yes. uh, we'll, we'll go through the, the, the competitive. I think for these ones, yeah, we're going to pick one. As sure. a group yep. that wins each of the categories. Yeah, we're talking as out and we'll pick we'll pick one. We'll pick what the what the winner of each award is. So the nominees at this point, and we can add them if we think of them. Craziest shit that happened in 2020. Cyberpunk 2077's release and delisting. Mm-hmm. The Halo Infinite delay, mm. which pales in comparison to the Cyberpunk one. They, the Halo people must be so happy. Totally. But right. when it happened, yeah. it was... It was nuts. Know, what yeah. the fuck are they doing? They fucked themselves. Yeah, and yeah. Then, yeah. This, I mean, that's it. Maybe... Um, sorry, not to deviate as we're reading out the uh, nominees, but yeah, it. it I, I wonder if this... the the way that cyberpunk has been received after it's been released will change people's reactions in the future to things inevitably being Mm, delayed. Because now there is, I don't think there's ever been such a clear thing of like, yeah, this is what happens when stuff's just not ready. But I think more than likely people will forget very quickly. I've never seen a broken game be reported on by the BBC. Yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah. It's crazy. Uh, Halo Infinite delay. Um, New consoles actually coming out. Yep. Mm -hmm. E3 basically dying. Yep. Mm-hmm. Epic and Apple having a big fight. Oh, that's right. And the coronavirus. Hmm. I think cyberpunk is crazier than the coronavirus, <laughs> <is>. honestly. Because <laughs> we knew pandemics have happened before. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But cyberpunk is... Pandemics oh. happen once every hundred years. Cyberpunk is... Is just unique. It's so it's yeah. a perfect storm. I, I mean, a lot of those are like under the umbrella of the coronavirus. Yes, true, uh, and that obvious. Uh, that's a joke. One, we're not. I'm going to delete it. Now. No, <laughs> <laughs> let's seriously well, because consider. I think that COVID wins. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, oh, you literally did delete it from the Google. Doc. <laughs> yeah, it's gone. <laughs> I watched that happen live yeah. on my screen. <laughs> Regret in action. <laughs> I feel like we can get rid of Halo Infinite too, because as crazy as that was, and the fact that the Series X and S launched without a game yes like almost i think literally there isn't a game that you can only play on those xboxes yeah and that's something that's never happened before 
I, w- I would. I think so. Like but having it actually a, u- a unique launch game for e- a console. Yeah, totally. Even the last time it happened, the the last launch of the PS4 and the Xbox One, a lot of the games there were cross generation too. Mm. So it's not completely bizarre and Microsoft like pitched their consoles very much as like hey these are an upgrade yes you know they were the same as the One X and stuff or closer to that than a brand new generation where they're like yeah everything works still it's all backwards compatibility these are the new ones for now Mm -hmm. presumably we'll do more new ones in the future these are PC boxes like people have been planning to have. Yeah, pages. yeah, yeah. Or phones like Apple is not right. launching a new app every time they release a phone. So, right. but the fact that Halo Infinite was their big game for it, that it got the the manner in which it got delayed too, where yeah, like the they Sonic like, movie style of like this looks too bad for us to want to play it. Totally. And then they were like, yeah, you're right. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> we think so too, but we were trying to get it ready. So, yeah. but, and, and it was so close as well, and yeah. they had it packaged in in that big presentation they yeah. did. It's it's on the back of all the boxes of an yeah. Xbox if you if you were able to find one. Fuck. Like there's a big fucking Master Chief standing there. Yeah. So it is pretty nuts, but especially with the context of Cyberpunk coming out afterwards, it's clearly the right decision. Yeah. Yes. And it doesn't seem to have impacted them too much no, because no. Xboxes are all sold out everywhere. Can't get so, them, yeah. Yep. Uh, I'm gonna get rid of that one too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But Halo Infinite, we'll we'll see you next year, maybe. Yep. Uh I think Epic and Apple having that big fight is also one that can go. Yeah, it's it feels like all the sort of interesting consumer stuff or yeah. like industry stuff has sort of now centered around the cyberpunk stuff which is and it's more interesting. Like, mm-hmm. right, I feel right. like it, there's more implications for how the industry should operate because yeah. of this cyberpunk fiasco. E- the Epic and Apple stuff is like important, but it's not the winner. <laughs> no, and I think it's interesting from the point of view of like as we everything moves more and more digital like we're so close to things only being digital now. Mm-hmm. Both yeah. consoles have a version yep. that is that doesn't accept discs. Right. So the conversation around like, well, what's right and wrong with storefronts that are locked in? Mm-hmm. How come people are being mad at Apple when they're not being mad at Sony who do the same right, practices sure. that are being discussed here, yep. which is, you know, take a cut and have it be closed and all of that mm-hmm. sort of thing. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. at the end of the day, if you want to say, yeah, is this the craziest thing that happened? Ultimately, it's two companies just both wanting to make the most amount of money mm. that they can, right? Which isn't crazy. It's the most normal <laughs> thing. It's the most in normal thing in the world. Yeah, yeah. yeah. it's just only weird because they happen to be butting up against each other. But, and like yeah. Epic had that big campaign that <clears throat> right. really tried to mobilize their players and convince them in potentially a manipulative way to. To, to sort of become their champions. To be like, hey, we're the heroes here fighting for free, whatever. And like, well, okay, the Epic Game Store is going to be the same at some point. You've got your own platform. Right. Totally. That's and what like, this is about. maybe, yes, or, you know, you are legitimately um, fighting for the benefits of consumers in one on one hand but on the other hand you're also fighting for like you said Tommy your own profit margin. Yeah, right. exactly. Yeah. Just the manner in which it happened with like the sort of like the attitude that mm. Epic had mm. of like, yeah, fuck Apple, 1984, they're 1984. Yeah. Yes. And then Apple being like, all right, well, fuck off. <laughs> they're like, <laughs> yeah. oh, no. Yeah. <laughs> it was pretty crazy. Yeah. I but guess it- there's been two two big stories in this category that have resulted in a storefront being like, get off our platform. Right. And, and if you're not going to play by our rules, fuck off. Totally. Yeah. And Epic asked for it. Yeah. Whereas CD Projekt Red did not. Yeah, which makes it more. Uh, we'll get to because uh, look. I think 
cyberpunk for me is the winner it's yeah it yeah. feels like it's transforming how video games are perceived both by gamers yeah and industry people and people who just read the news now the fact that like the the way it happened also quickly the way that it, it seems pretty clear to me that cd project red literally did hide deliberately the quality of those things that yeah. they've said afterwards like yeah sony and microsoft let us on the store because we said we'd fix it yeah right and then we didn't yep like it is it's like telling people that uh you know maybe some people that play games a lot or some people that don't play as much mm. like telling them that you've been playing cyberpunk and the immediate response is Oh, is it completely fucked? Mm. Yeah. Like, you'd never have that. Yeah. You know, if it's a big enough game that people that are maybe only vaguely interested know about, they're yeah. like, oh, like, oh, I've been playing Last of Us 2. Oh, is it sick? Like, mm. you know, how is it? Yeah. It's like, you never have that conversation where it's like the the story that everyone even outside of games knows about. There's a big drill going off if you can't, <laughs> if you can't hear. But, but. I, want, I, I wonder <laughs> if you can hear it. I yeah. doubt you can. Yeah. Well, that was why... It, we had a weird reaction. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> the reason we paused for a second is because someone turned on a big drill for two I seconds. Talking about f- cyberpunk is my brain crashing as <laughs> I'm talking about it. But uh, but yeah, the fact that that's the that's the narrative now, yeah. and that's and it is a shame because I uh, yeah, it's it's really hard to tell what's 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 actually underneath there, and mm. I wonder because it has been, and it just keeps going even since we talked about it last week. Yeah, there's been four or five more developments in how fucked it is, and it totally. feels like it's going to be such a long time before anyone can really just talk about at large whether it's whether whether it's fun to play or whether it's good to play. And before that, it was like it's meant to be coming out in April and then it yeah. gets delayed to September. Yeah. Then they're like, nah, November. And then in November, they're like, actually two more weeks. <laughs> yeah. And then it comes out and it's as broken as it is, especially on, you know, the base consoles. Yep. It's the most fucked release of a video game on its own, probably yeah. that I can sort of remember. Yeah, yeah, for sure. And, it is. Especially with that high profile, and then they're like, "Okay, get a refund." And <laughs> Sony are like, "What? Yeah. <laughs> you didn't fucking say this to it." But all right, we'll give people refunds, which means your game is faulty, which means it's no longer available for purchase. Which I don't know that they would have done if. CD Projekt Red hadn't also said they uh, kind of let us slip through the cracks with the approval process and the yeah. quality assurance. Like I feel like that is an element of it as well. Totally, their their communication to people afterwards have been like, yeah, we knew it was fucked, and also you can ask for your money back. Yeah, and Sony kind of just didn't even bother to check. They, yeah. you know, like well, did it in good faith. And CD Projekt didn't bother to check with them if refunds were okay. Yeah. So then they're like, all right, well, we're not going to bother to check with you that it's the we're, we're going to just delist it. Yeah. Apparently, they had no idea that was coming. Yeah. As well, all these shops are allowing refunds of physical copies in a way that they don't normally. Yeah. It's really nuts, but um. <laughs> That drill sounds so funny. It's, if yeah. you can't hear it picking up on the mics, it's like a real wet loud fart. It is, yeah. <laughs> yes. It's really brutal. It, it sucks that this is happening. Uh, it's, so, it's always fucking something in this apartment yeah. block. It's either someone screaming yeah. and then gurgling and then you can't hear anything <laughs> afterwards, thankfully. But then you hear the sound of chopping <laughs> and acid. <laughs> but um, there's, just, there's always like some kind of work going on mm. here and nothing in the building ever seems to really get better in any way and I, <laughs> right. I reckon it's the building managers just doing some oh yeah just, just hooking up mates yeah, yeah, right, yeah. in an empty room just turning on a drill every now and again <laughs> I think so digging a hole and then the filling the hole again yeah, yeah. <laughs> well it's like there's always people here fucking drilling and fucking around with the cords in the mm. um, car park but it's like my intercom has been broken for months yeah and I think all the intercoms in the building just don't work 
You know, it's like that's not getting fixed. No. Well, Stick maybe a guy down there fixing a light bulb. Maybe that's what days. they're hammering and, and yeah. drilling. It's now. complex. Yeah. I doubt it. <laughs> it's probably a lot uh, similar to what's happening in CG Project Red's <laughs> offices. Uh, uh, interesting. I read today they released they released figures of sales and they were like, oh, we've had 13 million sales of the game mm. after refunds. Is that we- definitely after refunds? Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's pretty yep. crazy. It, that's a lot of sales. And yep. I feel like, you know, this is something we've talked about a lot. The gamer mentality or psyche is so easily, um, <laughs> they so easily move on or they're so easily appeased mm. because all they really want is... A fun game to play mm. And uh, we've been seeing I've been reading a lot of people in our group Being like yeah I started playing a week after it launched On the base consoles on a PS4 And I've got version 1.05 And it's fine Sure. Uh, so like if they can get it to a point That it's playable after a week Then in a month Maybe we forget all about this Exactly I don't know. People have different expectations for what they want Like, Because I think that was the surprising thing about the game For me More than Like it launched fucked And I think I expected that to a degree Because this company has done that every time mm-hmm. But ma- not to this extent But then also it fell short of what I Thought it was going to be Not in the way of like I want to walk around eating noodles But just like mm-hmm. oh, The writing in this isn't as good as the old right. stuff And like this looks weirdly shitty and stuff like that where like there's not much to do and 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 like it's all coming up in weird ways so like yeah i think it was just sort of disappointing to me anyway right. slightly but uh the the whole thing around it and even if a lot of it is you know loud minority mm. uh, people you know the squeaky wheel you know what, yeah squeaky exactly wheels? you know yeah. what yeah, i'm yeah, talking yeah. about yes. i i mean i, I <laughs> think i used the word minority and i'm like uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> i i think this will be the probably the first time on the show that we ever have a game that i will be talking about this at the end of 2021 rap yeah. as well for sure 100%. because yeah. that, that upgrade will be out for fuck's sake i thought you said your intercom didn't work <laughs> no Tony. it goes off but i just can't talk oh, on the God. other end go off king go go it, answer yeah. <laughs> it went off you go off this wouldn't be a 2020 episode if something didn't fuck up yeah, the whole <laughs> exactly. flow of things. I thought this was going to be fine, but yeah. then... <laughs> we, we'll do it over Zoom. We'll see you in a minute, Tommy. We'll do, uh, Tommy All right, dumbest Tommy cunt of the year <laughs> goes to Tommy Dasselow. <laughs> um, well, let's... Yeah, okay, I'm going to put a little underline under Cyberpunk. Yeah. Let's just keep going while he's running again. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I think the new consoles actually coming out is, I guess, a positive... Definitely, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I feel like we were... I was definitely sceptical that they were actually going to come out. Because by the time COVID kicked off, they still hadn't announced the PS5. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Yeah, yeah it was it was crazily delayed. And, and whether... I think there was a lot of speculation initially that Microsoft and Sony were playing a game of chicken of who was going right. to announce the price first and who was going to respond. And that stuff didn't happen until September. So like right. they probably were. Yeah, I, they would have had to be. And because of the last generation, mm. who announced their stuff first got kind of fucked because yeah. Xbox went first and Sony responded and like won everyone over because it totally. was the not being able to sell used game or secondhand game. It was the secondhand games thing. It was all the TV stuff, the always online stuff. Yeah, which now is just a, an accepted fact of life. Right. It's the same as like almost the you know how Apple takes the charger out and then Samsung's mm. like, "You idiots, we're taking the charger out too." Totally. Yeah. So they, I think, were doing that chicken thing, but the fact that we 
saw the Series X for the first time like December of last year mm-hmm. and didn't see the PS5 until like July, mm. something like that. Yeah, that was that big event that we, we live streamed. Yeah. There was all the game reveals, the box reveal. So for, for it not existing to being in some people's homes <laughs> yes. within the space of a, what a fucked year, mm. it's nuts that there are new consoles. Yeah. Yeah. It's one of the craziest pieces of shit that's happened this year. In my what were opinion. you guys talking about? While Who I was cares, talking? Tommy? You weren't here. <laughs> we were ranking the best intercoms. Yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah that was nuts. Like yeah. an entire. Yeah, us getting to September and being like. When the fuck are we going to find anything out? We already said that, Tommy, (laughs) while you were outside. (laughs) Yeah, I know. I was listening in. I'm copying you because I thought it was so cool. We we hadn't said that specific thing either. I'm just joshing around. Similarly kind of uh, running parallel to that, Mm. uh, Nintendo basically just going dark for the year. Yeah, sitting it out. You know, they were already at the start of the year getting pretty late in doing a direct where... You know, it was like, what are they doing this year? Mm-hmm. Then COVID hits and it's like, oh, okay, they're just clearly like they don't know what's going to happen. Right. And then just them putting up a trailer in the middle of the night on Twitter and being yeah. like, yeah, this is out in a month. Yeah. Like yep. they were kind of just doing the same thing of like, look, we don't know. We don't want to get fucked over by having to push mm. things back. So we'll just chuck out a release date with like a month's notice when we're sure we can actually do it. Yeah. It's kind of weird to look back and go like, oh man, it's great. What, what does Nintendo have for the rest of 2020 other than Animal Crossing? And the answer being like, oh, nothing. Yeah. Nothing. <laughs> yeah. And it didn't really matter. No. no. Like, like Paper Mario, mm. I guess, and Hyrule Warriors came out. Right. They're the know. two I can think of. But and Animal all the Crossing. Mario 35 stuff. Oh, yeah. oh sure. That yeah, sold yeah. really Whatever. big. And then Animal yeah. Crossing, yeah, kept selling really well. So it, it, yeah, it didn't, didn't matter. really matter to yeah. them. Yeah. Yeah. So and I think it lends um, some weight to the idea that they're putting out like a new Switch revision next year. That's yep. the rumor, and mm. I reckon it's true. They said one of someone said that they consider the Switch. Someone from Nintendo consider the Switch to be in the midpoint of its life cycle. Okay, like this happened within the past few days. When they say that too, I think that means that a new one is going to come out soon because whenever a new console comes out, they're like, yeah, we'll keep the 3DS around for a long time. Yeah. Mm. But then like, no, you won't. No, you mean three years. And, and, and like sort of. It's, yeah. Uh, but yeah, the new consoles actually coming out was really crazy, but also those wheels would have been so emotional at the start of this year that they would have had to do it anyway. Yeah, so. the fact that it happened, I mean, yeah, the, the, the scarcity of, of uh, stock is kind of the fucked thing. Yeah. But... Um, they came out. <laughs> yeah, that drill. I don't. It's I hope getting these, closer. I hope the mice can pick it up because it sounds like it's a giant bee, like trapped in a wall. You'd think, you know, some, pe- some kind of like note in your letterbox that this yeah. is happening would be nice. Uh, but th- what yeah. do I know? I've, I've never managed a building. We're demolishing right. the apartment block today. Yeah. So, <laughs> I mean, also. The three people have never worked a day in their life being like, that drill sounds crazy. <laughs> What's that loud sound? The drill that I have that I use to assemble IKEA furniture isn't as loud as that. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, and the last one other than Cyberpunk is uh, E3 basically fully dying this year. Yeah. yeah. I think it was like already the talk was for the last couple of years, like, is this still relevant? What's mm-hmm. this about? Mm-hmm. And then COVID happening and it having to not take place. And then they're not even really being an online version. And no one really seeming to give a fuck. No. Nah. And it was fine. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Everyone kind of, all the companies did their own thing and yep. everyone was like, ah, oh, the internet exists. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yeah, we're fine. Okay, cool. See you yep. later, E3. Yep. Like. Yep. Yeah, I do, I do wonder though, because like, 
I think the thing we're sort of starting to realise as things, you know, start to reopen up here in mm. Melbourne in the last couple of months is that like, yeah, in the middle of the year it was pretty easy to go like, maybe this is just done forever. Mm. And then things kind of come back and just how quickly things sort of go back to what they were before in mm-hmm. a lot of cases without really thinking like, hey, maybe this is an opportunity for a bit of a soft reset mm. and it not really functioning that way. Yeah. So I... Yeah, I don't know. I don't know if if that'll be the end of it forever. Mm. Like, I think, you know, it probably won't be back again next year because Mm. it's in the States, which seems to be getting worse and worse. But, uh, yeah, I don't know. Maybe by the time it's, you know, maybe by the time it is safe to do it again, it it kind of revitalizes people. Mm. Because it was a shame. You know, like we've said on the show before, it losing Mm. its relevance is a shame because it was always really fun when you did have that centralized week of this thing that you're really interested in and all this big news happens at Mm. the same time. It was Mm. exciting. It was like a... You know, a music festival or a film festival or yeah. something where it's like all contained in the one spot where, you know, getting up early to watch the presentation and see all the new trailers drop. It was fun. So it, it, it will be a shame if it doesn't exist in, in some form of just having that one week where you're yeah. discussing all this stuff at the same time. I mean, there will be something called E3 yeah. next year, probably even, like even if it's online. And there will be a real life E3 thing again, but I think just the in terms of what it was, yeah, this yeah. year very much to me is like a oh that thing's gone. Yeah, there will be a brand called E3 that will try and do something, but I can't imagine companies wanting to focus all their efforts towards this one yeah. point of the mm. year again, right? Because that is always such a drain for them. They say is to like get their E3 demo ready to get that presentation done in time takes work away from putting the actual game together often. Right, you right. Know? And I can't, now that there's no need to do that. And, and you now can that announce- Sony have started doing their state of plays yeah, more yeah. and more this year, like they're getting yeah. into the ecosystem of just like, yeah, we'll just do these when we want. The mm. fact that you can announce and release a console in the same year. Yeah. The, like, Without of course you can, exactly. Yeah. Yeah, you, yeah. Of course you can do that with any game as yeah. well. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah, I reckon that this year will, is a definitive kind of end to that, thing that you were talking about Tommy of mm. like there'll there'll be something called E3 yeah but you know it's not yeah. what E3 was I could see I could see our mate Jeff Jeff Keeley like doing cuz for him the game awards would be I would think very lucrative because there's so much sponsorship. There's mm. a lot of buy-in. It's like all that. It's show all is. sponsorship. Yeah. And if he can figure out a way to do it twice a year, six months apart, and not cannibalize from the existing one that he does, sure. Like, if, and you know, he has credibility. He does, you know, ha- he legitimately makes a good show. Yeah. So if he took over E3 or replaced it. Uh, that could be something. Sure. It'll just be piecemeal like that, though. That'll be mm. one thing. Sony will do its own thing. Nintendo will do its own thing. Mm. Individual game studios will do their announcements when they're ready. And that's fine as well. Yeah. You know. I, I think it's fine. I'm not... Yeah, I was never as huge uh, into E3 as you, Tommy. But, mm. um, yeah, I think... I definitely enjoyed it in right. the same way. But, like, it's just not relevant in the way that we consume our information anymore. Mm. So it disappearing this year isn't even the craziest thing because it was already on the decline. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think that would have happened more incrementally over the next like two or three years. Yeah, yeah. So I think we all kind of agree going in. Yes. Tell me if I'm putting words in your mouth. The Cyberpunk 2077 thing is the craziest shit that happened this year in terms of video games. The real winner is the coronavirus. But (laughs) yeah. 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 What do you reckon? Yeah, definitely. It's, it's, It's the most insane launch of a game that I can ever remember. Yep. Yeah. yeah. Especially for something that was so high profile, so hyped up. Like there are those games where it comes out and it's like, this is about school shooting and they take it down. <laughs> right. Yeah. Sure. You know, but this is like a, you know, in quotes, real game. Yeah. 
And for something that, like, you kind of assumed that all the delays meant that, like, this will come out and it might be a bit buggy, but I remember us all talking, like, mid-year of, like, oh, yes, you know, I wonder what's going to be on our end-of-year mm. end list because there's been some real heavy hitters. We'll probably all end up having the same list, right? This, 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 and then Cyberpunk's almost definitely going to be on there for all of us, but then it's, like, having this kind of launch and... It's mm. it's I, I personally am finding it so hard to see through all the right. all the muck of everything else to the actual game underneath. Yeah. Um, well, yeah. speaking of um, you know the so congratulations Cyberpunk twenty seventy seven. Yes. You're the craziest shit that happened this year. Um, and speaking of the consoles coming out and a game that I did not expect to be on lists. Yep. I think it's worth having a chat about our first big game of the year that we'll all have a chat about. <laughs> yep. Yes. Yep. Astro's Playroom. Yeah. Yeah. What a fucking fun game. Yep. Yeah. Fun little experience. Not, you know, just a just a couple of hours, but mm. just a joy from start to finish. The most maybe focused on just being a good time game yeah. that I played all year. Just straight forward, start to finish. We're trying to pack as much fun shit in here as we can. The mm. luxury that you get of being uh, from being a pack-in, right? Like right, not yeah. having to worry about like, oh, we got to make this a bit longer and then mm. you maybe pad it. It's, it's it yeah it's weird it's a it's a tech demo basically right. it's showing yeah. off what the you know you you buy this console it's already on there here's what the console can do that's what it's there to show you kind of how it all works and everything and the haptic triggers and all that sort of stuff but then for it to just actually be yeah so fun at yeah. the same time because the tech demo thing I think undersells its creativity yes it, well I, it's like it's it shouldn't be a surprise that a game that's focused almost well it, I think entirely on how to do creative gameplay mm. is good like that shouldn't be surprising at all like mm. yeah it's a tech demo but it's made by people who really want to use that tech in creative interesting ways totally and like the Astro's uh, rescue mission. mission was still kind of a tech demo mm. off the back of an actual tech demo, you know, like yeah, yeah, that's yeah. kind of what they've done with these games, but fuck it works. And you forget, I or I forgot at least, that that was the point of the game is to show off this controller because right. the way that they incorporate all these little different things that they want to show off is in an actual game sense, and then it doesn't let it wear out, wear out its welcome. Yeah. Mm. It's the Wii, it, it is Wii Sports. It's yeah, the Wii Sports right. of the PlayStation 5. It's a pack-in, it's there to show you, like, hey, this is how this works, but then it's so fun that, mm. like, yeah, you can imagine other examples of this where people just go, have three seconds with it and go, oh, yeah, I get it, cool, mm. the triggers feel like that, mm. or the, oh, here's how the remote works. But then Wii Sports ended up being this massive, like, cultural phenomenon like mm. party game thing mm. that just so many people got into regardless of whether they were into games or not and and Astros is doing a slightly different thing where it's not a party game it's just a really satisfying uh, I love 3D platformers this is a great one yeah. like yes. it's 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 a solid solid game that uh, and yeah you're right like it's now been kind of three in a row of Astro as basically a tech demo that yeah, I really hope that they're working on a fully-fledged version of this game that, you know, looks a little more impressive and has mm. more depth to it and but still using all these little functions like, yeah, I, I hopefully now there's the there's the kind of recognition of that character that they've mm. put him in enough things that it that they consider it worth doing a full adventure right. um, of, of him because that would be fucking great. If everyone who's buying a PS5 is seeing this game, yeah. regardless yeah. of if they spend much time with it, not, and again, there's not even much time to spend with yeah. it because mm. it is quite short, but the way they pack in all the little um, nods to old PlayStation games with the little characters acting them out in the world, all the PlayStation shit that you buy, like having a really... 
well-crafted, highly detailed model of like an iToy camera is such a weird, dumb thing to have in it. And like Nintendo levels of fucking masturbatory Mm -hmm. self congratulation, Mm -hmm. you know? Which they're just at the level of being able to look back on as of this last gen. Like you realise how many of those things that they're looking back on in the game, like Horizon Zero Dawn and Mm -hmm. God of War. I mean, God of War has been around a little while longer, but like a lot of these things were solidified just in the last five years. Right. Where finally now they are this legacy brand that can start to do mm-hmm. those things that yeah a company like Nintendo has always done so well and when it's done right it's so satisfying and it's done so right here because it's yeah. like endearing and it's it's like just the right level of there are a few of them where you go wait what the fuck's that and then you go oh right the order 1886 yes. <laughs> fucking <laughs> hell and like but there's like Castlevania and like all the yeah, really old shit. There's and 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 yeah, the newer stuff. But then it creates its own things, which are like the level where there's the GPU is singing to you about how it's a GPU. Yes, mm. is so nice and fun <laughs> yes. and charming and stupid and such a silly idea that works really well. And kind of the whole game is that it's like really ridiculous things to suggest, but then they're done so well that it's just a constant, just fun ride for the whole time i think i really like it because there's not even a pretense of a story either no yeah this is and like i said yeah like this is a game focused on gameplay which for a 3d platformer like i don't always love 3d platformers Mm. but when your sole purpose is to make it enjoyable and make it a fun tactile experience with this new controller uh, you just uh, you're more likely to nail it for me i think maybe they do a full game with some sort of story and Mm. give Astro a bit of a personality maybe that happens and I guess we see if that's done well or not but even just a longer game without a narrative yeah would still be fun because it's it's all about the gameplay totally and if it's maintaining this level of like most of the stuff that's in there is like a gimmick pretty much yeah but it they they do it well enough and then do it for just short enough that you don't get the sense of like, oh, yeah, this is just a gimmicky thing. Because like mm. even in Wii Sports, like the tennis wasn't very fun. Mm. You know, like it didn't work that well. But everything in here kind of works and it doesn't try to make more of a big deal of itself than it is. It just yeah. hangs out. I've gone back to the fun. bit where you're in the monkey suit and you're gripping yeah. on the rocks a bunch of times because it, it just feels great with yeah. the haptic triggers, that that like the grip and then being on the zip and the everything. Zipper, yeah. yeah, it feels really, really good. So more of that stuff. Mm. And the, the rain, the way the rain feels on you when you're mm. running around, like, yeah, a full game of that stuff really, really, really expanded on would be awesome. Or if they combine it with... Uh, you know, if Sony has another uh, VR headset on the way, if mm-hmm. they do a sequel where they're combining the haptic trigger stuff oh, yeah. and how well they did VR yeah. in the first one with, uh, you know, a, a slightly higher quality headset mm. would be amazing. Uh, yeah, they could go any direction from here yeah. and I'd be so up for whatever they do. Because, like, even that Sackboy game that came out, mm. you know, you wouldn't think that... Uh, the Sackboy from Little Big Planet doing a Mario 3D world would yeah. be great, but I still haven't gotten around to that. But by all accounts, it's pretty good. It's pre- right. Yeah, and I mean, yeah, when this first got announced, I I kind of didn't think I'd give a shit about it because mm. I was like, well, I liked that other one because it was in VR. I don't right. really know that I give too much of a fuck about mm. this character in this world if it's if it's missing that like incredible feeling of your head like being in the level. But yeah. it it but yeah, they they pulled it off. These guys are good at what they do. Totally. And yeah, I didn't expect it to be on a lit because knowing it was like two hours long or whatever mm. it is, but it made me smile. Yeah. For the percentage of the time that I was playing it, probably more than any other game this year. Right. Yeah, and, that, you know? and yeah. Also, that's what you want when you buy a new console. So often, it's like if you you know 
don't get the right game for it or whatever, yeah, your experience. You when you turn something on for the first time, you really want to be ra- wowed and you want to feel like you're getting this like great different experience. And the fact that like yeah, pretty much everyone I imagine would have the same experience with the PS Five. You turn it on and this yeah. is the first thing that you do. And it's putting a big smile on your face and it's showing you how the controller feels and the different stuff it can do. It's just such a great way of making you feel like the first time you turn this thing on, like, oh, yeah, this was a good purchase. Yes. This is, this is fucking awesome, which, yeah. Yeah. Sick. Congratulations, Astro's Playroom, for being talked about on our podcast. <laughs> the ultimate award. Yes. Um, the, the, new, the, the next category yes. we'd like to move into. Mm-hmm. Please welcome, to introduce it, um, Jessica Beale <laughs> and her sister, <laughs> uh, Sarah Beale. Okay. Hi, everyone. Oh, I don't know why I'm doing this. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's, uh, th- this one's kind of weird because some of these on here, some of- it's called games we probably like but didn't play enough. Yeah. Because yep. I think it's worth mentioning that, like, yeah, we're aware that we didn't get to these games as much, but they're probably great. Some of them on here, though, some of us, like one of us has played, but the others haven't. Right. Yep. yep. So I'll just read the list that we've got here. Persona 5 Royal. Mm-hmm. Hades. Mm-hmm. Neo 2. Mm. Crusader Kings 3, mm-hmm. Yakuza 7, or uh, Like a Dragon, oh, yep. Ori and the Will of the Wisps, mm-hmm. Bug Snacks, and Genshin Impact. Oh, yep. sure. That's yeah. a sort of, so like, for me, you've both played Persona 5 Royal, mm-hmm. and I know that I'd like it because mm. Persona 5 is great, but the idea that you've got to do the whole thing again. Like it's such a weird way to put out yeah. new content for an existing game. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's fair. And I think that's why I've only played about 10 hours of it, mm. which is still a lot. Like there's a, there are probably games. That's five Astros playrooms. Exactly. There are games <laughs> on my list that, that I have not played for that long, but um, yeah, it, I'm not angry at it. I didn't feel like it was bad value or anything like that. You know, yeah. I'm excited to have the time to go through it again. Uh, it's you know it's like reading a choose your own adventure twice, <laughs> except <laughs> if it's a good book. Yeah, <laughs> um, yeah. The dungeon of dark despair. <laughs> oh, I walk left. Oh no, a chasm. That sucks. Guess I'll turn back to the page I kept my finger on. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it is weird to know when they do these kinds of upgrades, like who this is for. Mm. Like, if you're someone like me who never got through the the original version of it. Well, then all these little extra stuff and quality of life improvements are, uh, like, wasted on you. Right. Right? Yes. And if you're someone that has played it, that all those extra little things would be very impressive and interesting to, yeah, you have to do all the shit at the start again. Right. And yeah. even, like, that's the bit that I played of the original one. And, you know, I, I, even I found that a bit of a drag. Cause right. I was like, oh, my God, that's right. This game takes so fucking long to let you start doing like what you want to do. Mm. And it's just like, if it's fresh enough, because I played the whole original version and it's, I need to forget it first. Yes, exactly. I need to wait yep. a couple more years until I'm ready to, <laughs> to be in love again. Yes, the, get back on the horse. Yeah. Get back on the anime horse. So it, it's come out so soon after that original one yeah. too. Yeah. And the fact that like I found out after I finished it, you can accidentally right. oh. miss that last chapter. Yeah. You have to do very specific things in the game 
that are on a time limit mm. that if you don't do them, you just... Because I got to the end and was like, oh, I wonder what that stuff that they added in is. And it's like, oh, right, I totally didn't see any of that. That mm. is so crazy it's as well. The so fact weird. that <laughs> you, who did play the new version for 100 hours, yeah. didn't see the new and have to play it again one day you if you want to see that stuff. Yeah, 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 I just, yeah, I just basically did end up playing the original version yeah. of it more or less. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, but who's uh, that redhead over there? I'm just going to ignore her. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but yeah, by all accounts, it is um, good. It's it's a good game. It's a good game. A good product. It's the good, only yeah. version of that game to play now as well. Yeah. Yes. Very true. But uh, just a bizarre thing to bring out rather than DLC. Mm. Yeah. Ori and the Will of the Wisps probably would I reckon would have been in my five had I finished it. I put a bit mm. of time into it at the start of the year and then. Kind of fell off it for, yeah, a few reasons. I was playing it right before COVID and everything hit and then I just, for whatever reason, I just didn't, couldn't be fucked I, uh, engaging with it again. But yeah. I, I love it. The art, yeah, everything about it is so great. Those uh, Both yeah. of those games, if you haven't put any time into them, they're on Game Pass. They're both on Switch now, I think. Mm. The think first so. one definitely is. I think mm. the second one ended up coming out this year on Switch. Mm. But they're, they're great Metroidvania platformers. Incredible music, uh, incredible art direction. Yeah, really, really great world. Yeah. I'm stunned at myself that I haven't played them because it's exactly the sort of thing that I would like probably. Yeah. <clears throat> but especially the second one, I don't want to play before playing the first one. Yeah. So getting around to that first one's just still taking me a while. But yep, yep. yeah, they look fucking beautiful. Yeah. I, I, I played it as much as I could. I think what happens to me with metroidvania games is that i get to a point where i can't figure out what to do next i backtrack across the entire map and i refuse to go look up a guide because yeah. i have too much <laughs> pride and i just fell off it but yeah I, I echo everything that you've said about the the visuals the the music uh, the characterization it's very well directed as well like it's yeah it's this, a sick game the music that they've done in a way where they've got this score that is sort of in the background the whole time that you're playing that then will ramp up in intensity mm. when you get when you get into an encounter and then dip back this kind of like live yeah orchestral score is like so well done and so technically impressive that they managed to get that to work mm. like it, it you do feel like you're playing a Pixar movie where yeah because like when you're getting into a thing the music just kind of naturally not a bad fight thing. Yeah, it it seems like something I'll probably plug some time into both of them when I fucking remember. Mm -hmm. Yep. Mm -hmm. You know. Uh you've played some bug snacks too, Tommy, and that sounded good to me. Yeah, yeah. fun. Yeah. Fun little game. Yeah. Like uh yeah, nice, chill. Talked about it just the other week, so there's yeah. not too much more to say. But um yeah, very again, pleasant art direction. Yeah. Just you know, not you're not gonna you're not gonna come up against a wall, you're not gonna have a bit that you can't get past. You can just kinda like Cruise around and mm. chill. Like, yeah, something like Pokemon Snap is probably the perfect comparison. Right. Like a little, like snack food. Mm. Yeah. Like a little video game snack, like a mm. snack. Yeah. Mm. Um, I just wanted to publicly and officially swallow my pride and admit that I'm interested in bugs. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, me yep. too. Yeah. Uh, uh, Yakas are like a dragon. Uh, yeah. I, you know, if I hadn't have gotten a PS5, I think I would have... Got it uh, at launch, but I'm going to hold out and wait for the PS5 version of it. Same. That's yep. like early March, I'm pretty sure. Yeah. So I think we're both hanging out for that. But you've already gone in, Ben. And yeah. I've played probably, yeah, 10 or 15 hours of it. Um, but in the back of my mind, knowing these games are long, I played through, I think, all of Yakuza 0, played a bit of 6, 
and played like 30 hours of judgment and mm. you know was only like a third of the way through yeah uh, and knowing that cyberpunk was coming up which i expected to put a lot of time into i just was like well i'm putting this to one side but was enjoying it heaps as i was playing it yep. yeah uh, all of the Yakuza games are coming to Game Pass soon too, mm. which is fucking crazy. Yeah, yeah, Zero's on there. I think Zero only came out on the Xbox this year. I think so. And Kiwami yeah. 1 and 2 are on there already. Right. Yeah. And then I think it's 3 through 6 are coming out right. soon. Mm. And then 7. Zero like I that. definitely want to finish off because, yeah, having a lot of fun with that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, this one's just for me, but I should play those Neo games. They're getting updates right. on the PS5 early right. next year. But um, I love the Souls games. I've... Just about finished Demons again now. Wow. And um, the, uh, like that type of game just really plugs into some part of my brain that is wanting <laughs> some some sort it's of... It's wanting a challenge. <laughs> yeah. Wanting a big something sword. to just focus on. <laughs> yes. Wanting something to make me focus. Some, uh, that's probably, I, I'm, 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 I'm doing forms at the moment to find out if I have something that is to do with focus. <laughs> <laughs> Bad eyesight. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> it takes a long time to fill out those forms because I keep... I have to get someone else to do it. But yeah, Neo 2 came out this year. It looks great, but I'm, again, same as um, Yakuza are waiting for the updates on PS5. Right. Yep. Why not at this point? Mm-hmm. And then another couple of Ben games here. Yes. So Crusader Kings 3, I yeah. don't think that's coming up in our uh, like big big talks. Mm-hmm. So tell us again why we should be playing Crusader Kings 3. Go uh, off, King. <laughs> <laughs> Go off, Kings 3. It's, uh, if that's you- a way better game. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> you got to have, you, you go through like a whole a bloodline of the boys. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. A lot of male friendship <laughs> <laughs> yeah. exploration. Um, it's like if you've ever wanted to be in the political intrigue world of a Game of Thrones or something like that, mm. it's exactly that. It's a simulation of medieval politics politics um and like uh dynasties you go from generation to generation we do dynasty a little bit different around here oh. you want to have a look at our lunch <laughs> menu oh. what about breakfast <laughs> brunch dessert none of these are going to turn into afternoon this tea uh yeah there yeah. you go yeah, yeah. that's yes. it tea yes. i thought that yes. i knew there was some pi- well done <laughs> um but yeah it's it's that it's civilization but it's like micro level management of every aspect of it you have raised kids you kill kids well there's a lot of kid stuff in there but um yeah and it's it's this huge world map set in these different eras of of history if you're a history nerd and you like fucking around with that kind of stuff it's just a great game for it and a great time sink too is it very spreadsheety or is it presented in a more graphical way? It's very, very graphical, yeah. Cool. It's ve- it's like there's a lot of stats and shit like that, but you're sort of clicking around these like portraits of these different rulers and there's a lot of there's a lot of shit going on. There's a lot of military stuff as well. It's not right. just like talking to people. It's got that civ stuff of like get your army and fucking get it over here and ally with this person. If you're allied, then they might come and fight this war from the other angle. Like it's it's very convoluted and involved but it's very fun like it's hard to convey right. how fun it is as well just seeing your decisions pay off or not over time yeah. i guess is yeah it's another i really wanted to put but just there's something about the amount of time that it seems like it would take that similar persona was off-putting yeah in a way but it is on game pass on pc as well so yep pretty cool and then also Genshin Impact you played and um, man, I hope that drill isn't coming up that much on this episode because <laughs> yeah. 
If it is. Oh, it's coming up. Yeah. <laughs> people you, can't hear it, but it's yeah, coming up. Yeah. <laughs> as long as people can't hear it, then it's fine. Yeah. I think it would be less annoying to just be able to hear it constantly yeah. rather than hear us frequently <laughs> refer to sure, something yes. and be distracted by something yes. that they can't hear. Well, yes. yeah, as long as the microphones aren't getting it. But uh, no. <laughs> 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 What did you think of Genshin Impact? It's great. And I didn't expect it to explode the way it did because it just mm. became hugely popular. Yeah. Yeah. Massively, massively, like in there with a with a Fortnite or something like that for just hugely played cross platform. Lots of lots of different people from different countries playing it. Um, but I didn't go back into it. It's right. it's I had my time and I yeah. It was more of a curiosity for me, but it yeah is hugely popular. Well, yeah. and it's one of those ones that they're adding updates to again and again over time. Mm-hmm. Sorry so. guys, I have really bad diarrhea at the moment. That's what you'll be able to hear if you can hear if it. You in can, the- yeah, yeah, yeah. Like I would be amazed if it's not audible yeah. on, on uh, these. Yeah, maybe it is slightly coming through. Okay. Yeah, okay. <laughs> well, <laughs> sorry everyone. No, yeah. I maybe probably not. These are these mics are pretty like uh, yeah, directional. You need to be hot on them. I it's the only thing that's happening in my skull. Yeah, yeah. it's so loud in here. <laughs> <laughs> if it I it, it if people can't hear, I did a gig the other night. There's a comedy show in Melbourne where you do two shows back to back, you right. do 7 and 8:30. And uh, some people who'd bought tickets for the 7 also bought tickets to the 8.30 oh, okay. and were sitting up the front. And I don't know whether they thought it was going to be a different lineup, but it's the same lineup, doing right. the same material. Right. And people kept coming out. I was on pretty late, but people kept coming out at the start and being like, oh, you because they were sitting up the front. Oh, you're here again. Oh, well, I don't have any new material. You're just going to hear the same yeah, thing. And yeah. Kind of interacting with them. And it, it was just so funny. Like, I came out and said to them, I don't know who I feel worse for. You guys having to see the same show again. Or everyone else in the room who's just booked tickets to a comedy mm. show and has to see comedian after comedian just obsessing about two people. Right. <laughs> it was just like that thing where it's like every comedian is referencing it and everyone else in the room is going, I don't care. Right. Just do the fucking material. <laughs> and that's kind of what this feels like. It's like people potentially listen and go, I can't hear the fucking drill. Yeah. Yeah. Just talk about Genshin Impact for fuck's sake. Yeah. I mean, but if they can hear the drill... Yeah. This is the drill episode. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, at what point do we reveal that there is no drill? <laughs> that yeah. oh, that this is, is a huge bit. What a, what a great... Yeah. Uh, the drill bit. The drill episode. bit. The drill uh, fuck bit. you. The drill was, bit. That's, the drill why bit. I, that's why I cleared my throat, you cunt. <laughs> <laughs> I cleared my throat. For, anyway, yeah, Genshin Impact will have uh, He couldn't hear you clearing made. your throat, to be fair, yeah. over the sound of... Uh, <laughs> this fucking drill. Uh, Should we... I'm going to yell, shut up up there. <laughs> well, they can't stop work. Yes, they can. <laughs> well, neither can we. Yeah. Uh, anyway, what, the, the, it's like after a- there's more updates to Genshin Impact, because apparently like at the end, it sort of just runs out. Right. Stuff to do. Right. Uh, unless you want to pay. So, yes. It'll yeah. be around for a while and it'll be. I did play the first like 10 minutes mm. on my phone mm. and found the voices very annoying. Right. So, what would you, what kind of sound would you relate the voices to? Like the grating, <laughs> boring into your skull sound <laughs> of someone doing what they think an anime character should sound like. Yeah. <laughs> I got to say, I got to find out what the they're doing drill. down there. If they, uh, if they're fixing the sauna that has been broken oh. for the entire three years that I've lived here, then I'm going to give this a pass. Okay. No, if the, <laughs> the sauna's not above you, is it? The, the drilling's not happening above us. Yeah, yeah. it's 100% my, no, is above it's not, us. It's, no, it's underneath us. It's underneath. It's right above where I am. It's I over there. It's, no yeah, way. It's in the car park. No. Yeah, oh, yeah. they were up a ladder down there yeah, before. Yeah. yeah, okay. Well, I'm going to yeah. go kick that ladder out. <laughs> um, <laughs> but yeah, I think maybe the... Um, 
again, sort of the one that we've we've talked about it a bit. And none of us have really gone that far into it. You have a bit, but I, the response that Hades is getting yes. from all the Game of the Year awards from other people. Huge. Yeah. Massive. These kinds of games, yeah, they typically, people that like that style of game get really into them, but mm-hmm. they don't really make too much of a splash outside of that. But Dead for this Cells. to show up. Yeah. Dead, Dead Cells, Cells was the same yeah. thing for me where yeah. I tried a bit of that and just couldn't do it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. For this to end up on Game of the Year lists is huge. Yeah. 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 And so yeah. I think we'll all get into that at some point maybe Probably, over the yeah i don't know i'll take my switch down for the holidays right for christmas maybe give it a bit of a crack down where uh you know where well it's down there <laughs> <laughs> um but yeah i think speaking of uh yeah games that we wish we'd played a bit more of and something that we talked a lot about when it came out and i think that a lot of people that listened to this felt like we had a pretty negative response to it and we kind of mm. did have a negative response we did for it. we really yes. only focused on the flaws that we could see in it yeah but maybe letting it galvanize a bit more and uh spending a bit more time with it and then uh you know other stuff coming out since that is way more flawed mm-hmm. made us potentially rethink and want to spend more time with ghosts of tsushima yeah not me. <laughs> <laughs> I still, I, I think my opinion, I haven't gone back to it. Right. I want to try it out with like running well on a PS5 and all of that. I got probably two thirds through because I opened up that third area. And, and stopped. You didn't finish it. No. Nah. Wow. I was bored. Yeah. You know, like, the, yeah. I, and I was doing, I did everything in that first part of the map. Yep. Most stuff and then just started mainlining the story in the second. And at some point realized I didn't really care about the characters or the yeah, right. story. I kind of just assumed you finished it, but still weren't, yeah, weren't hot on no, it. No, like I spent a long time with it, but yeah. just really at some point forgot it existed, to be mm. honest. Like it got overwritten in my brain by the state of the world. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And mm-hmm. uh, just, yeah, the fact that it I was just feeling Assassin's Creed flat with it. But... Like you said, so many people have been so hot on it. It's also yeah. collecting a bunch of awards and especially like user voted things. Yeah. It's so, yeah, it was one of the ones that I re downloaded on the PS5 just kind of out of interest to sort of dip in and sort of see how it ran yeah. on the PS5. And it looks beautiful. Mm. It, it runs at beautiful, smooth 60 frames. The, the world looks so good. The lighting looks so good. Uh, I really want to put. I only got up to the second area, and I, I was I I was love. I was really liking it at the mm. time. Again, I think I got swept up in focusing on the the little quibbles that I had with it. Yeah. But I was really really enjoying it, and I yeah I've, I'm glad that I saved it to play on more powerful hardware, looking better. The only problem I'm having with it is that it's the the. The combat uh, mechanisms are such that it's 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 gone from my brain. Yeah, and when yeah, I've gone sure. back in, I'm having a hard time. Like I get into a conflict, I'm like, oh yeah, I can do this, and then I'm just getting destroyed because I cannot remember how to block and, and you know parry and all that sort of stuff. So like, I need to, I don't know. I think I need to start a new save and do the tutorial, and then just jump yeah, back into right. the current one because uh, yeah, yeah, I can't get to grips with it. I, I as we all did, I had my quiggles with it initially. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, uh, Any wiggles? It, a few wiggles, yeah. Mm-hmm. But um, I finished this game. I thought I kind of assumed we all did. I guess it was a few months ago now. I've, yeah, yeah. It's left my brain. But I, yeah, found it very hard to come to grips with initially the combat and, and the sort of camera stuff was yep. just not what I was expecting. And I had, I think, very high expectations for the game. Love right. that setting in general. Yeah. And was hoping, yeah, uh, for maybe something else from what we got. But... By the end of it, I loved it. I couldn't stop playing it. I was clearing... I think I cleared the first couple of 
huge regions and I think ended up mainlining the story to just have that, you know, satisfaction. Mm. And like when I finished it, booted up Assassin's Creed Odyssey, like thinking, oh, I'll get more of this. This is, you know, and realizing, no, Ghost of Tsushima was this, but better. The combat is much more satisfying. There is a lot more interesting uh, visual sort of flourishes that the wind at being your guiding sort of uh, Mm. map marker thing was very creative and subtle and, uh, it's yeah. Have, going back to Assassin's Creed made me appreciate Ghost of Tsushima heaps yeah, more. Yeah, jumping into Ghost of Tsushima after spending a bit of time with Cyberpunk, where mm. my big complaint of it so far is that the world just feels a bit kind of dead and lacking in atmosphere to me. And then yeah, going into this wind in the trees, mm-hmm. these like abandoned villages yep. and the night and running across a little lake on your horse and everything. Mm. Like it is yeah. It, it it. I think it's very easy to kind of yeah just focus on its um on its flaws when you're playing it in in isolation mm-hmm. but then quite literally yeah, quite yeah. literally but then when you when you go back to other things and you kind of yeah you kind of realize all these things that it is doing really well that it's easy to overlook when yeah you're just playing it by itself mm. but it's mm. it's not doing anything super groundbreaking but what it is doing it's doing yeah it's doing so well yeah. i agree that it looks fucking incredible for yeah. sure i think and yeah there's nothing like that's flatly wrong wrong with it you know Mm. what i mean i just didn't find that satisfaction in the combat didn't find it in the story didn't find it in the types of stuff you were doing in the open world bits it just didn't quite hit for me Mm. in in that way so yeah the 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 feeling i remember from it is boredom yeah and i i don't exactly know why it it sort of increased in in my mind as i played it or improved in my mind Mm. but it did it just did i think i came to accept maybe it more on its own level and I think was expecting this like revolutionary combat and brand new. It's, sure. it's it's not anything new. It's just old stuff done really well. Sure, I yeah. Think. I don't think I had that expectation of it. Like, but I realized that my opinion of it is below where other people's generally mm. tends to be. So, like, I want to go back to it on the PS5 as well. It, yeah, point. it kind of really feels like it's on opposite ends of the scale of Cyberpunk, where I think in the lead up to this, it it did. F- because it's a Sony first party game and everything, like I think a lot of people were thinking like, oh, this is going to be mm. unreal and, you know, this really amazing, like, that. you know, I kind of felt like it was really going to rock my socks. And then at the end of the day, it, it for a lot of people, I think they're just finding it, it's a, it's a fun open world game. It's right. not shaking things up too much. But then the other scale of cyberpunk is it is going for that a bit more. Mm. And at the moment, it seems to, for a lot of people, have bitten off a bit more than it can chew. Yeah. But clearly with Ghost of Tsushima, they've they've gone, no, let's just focus in on this yeah, yeah. and just make this type of game as well as we can without needing to you know put in too much stuff that we think is going to you know really revolutionise or, or whatever. Mm. I yeah, think that's fair. Yeah. yeah. I want to, yeah, I really want to spend more time with it and finish it off in the new year. Yeah. Uh, it's a significant game that ended up on our talk about these games list. <laughs> yes. Because it was one of the big games of 2020. Yeah. 2020 talkies. Yes. Yeah. And even though parts of the discussion were interrupted by the sound of drills, <laughs> it was still fun to talk about because mm. sound is so important. In multiple aspects of our lives. Yes. Including podcasting. Yeah. The sound is the only <laughs> thing that you get out of it. Yeah. And so who better than podcasters to talk about which game had the best music of 2020? Mm. Not just sound. Should it be sound? Sound no, that's design? Different, I guess. Music slash sound design? Look, we, we prepared to do music. We but why don't do we music. have a... Have <laughs> okay. a 
a bonus sound design chat after we've done this. Yeah, category. maybe. Well, it's just because I assume this is Adam who's put this in here. Uh, in this my best name music is Adam. Category, he's put a he's put a title in here that. As far as I can remember, does not have music in it. <laughs> <laughs> what are you talking no, no, no. about? I'm not saying it doesn't. I'm saying I uh, don't remember right. it as having any. Right. Interesting. Yeah. Tony Hawk? <laughs> <laughs> Is that what you're talking Do you mean Demon Souls? My soundbar's broken, I should say. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah, Demon Souls. Like, nah. you, you're right, it does. But, you know, it's uh, for, me, for me personally, my. And, you know, you've definitely played more of it than me, but. It's, it's the bosses have music. Yeah, right. right, that, right. That's mm. the bit. And they've redone all of it in a way that kind of lines up with the big sort of orchestra. Huge Dark Souls music, and I love it. Right, the uh, Bloodborne especially had fantastic boss themes, and it really adds to um, the experience, like the the gravity of when you face a boss in right. the Souls right, games, right, right, where right. it's meant to be this big crescendo moment for gameplay, where it really goes like, "All right, fucking show me what you got, motherfucker!" Mm-hmm. And then for half of the bosses, it's like, "This one is going to be really easy because <laughs> you can just go to this corner and he doesn't know where you are." Mm. Fuck yeah, this is an old game now. <laughs> <laughs> this dumb, what's he called? The Colossus. There's a guy who has like a cannon that shoots bees, and he's fucking what? Sick. Yeah, he like shoots bugs out of it like a wooden barrel cannon. Oh wow! Or am I thinking of Donkey Kong sixty four? <laughs> but yeah, I, I don't think it'll win. But I just want to like the the redone music. Yeah, is so good in Demon Souls yep. to me, um, but yeah, I don't think it's the best music of the year necessarily. Well, because mm. there's sort of two different in, within these uh, lists that we've got here. There's sort of two categories, right? So you've got Tony Hawk's Pro Skater One and Two, uh, which you could lump in with Fuser, where right. they've mm-hmm. got great music, but it's licensed music. Well, yeah, it's, it's music that already exists, and someone has collated. An awesome soundtrack right. of pre-existing songs. And then it's almost like best use of music though, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Best, yeah best soundtrack, right? Rather in, than best score. Right. And well, like in Demon's Souls, the fact that there isn't music for a lot of it adds to when there is. Yes, right. right. So I think in terms of using music as, you know, what it's for to create emotion mm. is is w- w- done well in Demon's Souls through the it being comfortable with using silence for a lot of the time. But, but then, also it, it falls into the category of remade music I think the themes themselves are kind of new oh okay I don't remember Demon Souls the originals music well enough but I think it was like markedly different to okay. how this is doing it but it is a remake but it is a remake and also I don't think it beats out some of these others either because so with Tony Hawk and Fuser it's yeah pre-existing music mm. but the fact that they got all of that music back for Tony Hawk 1 and 2 and then added in new music that fits yep. is pretty mm. impressive. And even if you go back to like when that game first came out, the decision to go, let's spend the money on licensing stuff instead of just right. getting an in-house guy to yeah. make some generic... Can you imagine that game? W- would it have had the same... I mean, it's still fun to play. It doesn't change that. But would it have had the cultural the same, ubiquity yeah, if yeah. it was just like, you know, some guy solo <laughs> in a room just th- yeah. making his own generic... I, I, I really don't think so. I think a mm. big part of the impact is hearing those songs because yeah. when it got announced, they chucked those songs in the trailer and, yeah, that was such a big part of why people were excited for the remake was the announcement that, like, all, this, all the old music is back. Well, so the thing that comes to mind is, like, Grand Theft Auto 2 and 3 and stuff. You So, like, 3 had kind of licensed music, but it wasn't popular songs. Mm. Yeah. And then Vice City came along and had that 80s soundtrack. Yeah, that's yep. right. And that did kind of crank up the cultural relevance of the Grand Theft Auto series. Yep, yep. Because it tapped into an extra thing. Yeah, yeah. And, and then Tony you get Hawk, to, like, yeah. 5 where 
bands are making songs for that sound. It's combo They're of licensing it all the time. And, and, yeah. Yeah. And I think when the original Tony Hawk came out, the graphics are worse. There's less going on visually. Mm. So, and I think it's, we've talked about this before, music in, in art and in games especially really, really adds to the immersion, the the emotional impact. Yeah. And even if that emotion is like, man, this is cool being a skater, it's still, you know, well, is an impact. Yeah, that was a big thing of the original PlayStation was that mm. you could have that it had quality CDs. of music on yeah. it. So yeah. what better way to show that off? Yeah. And Tony Hawk 1 was one of the earlier... Examples of that, I'm pretty sure. Mm. Right. Like, Wipeout had some electronic music mm. that was licensed, and that was a big deal. But, I mean, we can't judge the remake based on the impact of the original. Yeah. But I do think that the additional songs they've added yeah. to the remake fit, and that's impressive to be able to go, like, here's this really fucking iconic playlist, especially from 2. All of those songs are still stamped in my brain. Yeah. yeah. Yep. And then they've added ones in there that don't seem out of place. Yes. Yeah, yeah, totally. Totally agreed. Pretty cool. Uh, then we got a couple other games here that are sort of in the same realm. Persona 5 and the Final Fantasy VII Remake. Persona 5 Royal, I should say. Yeah. Royal has, yeah, this existing fantastic bunch of original songs that were made for Persona 5 and some new songs. Mm. Uh, and then, yeah, FF7 has a re-orchestration of, in my, like, my personal favourite uh, game score of all time. So yeah. I think Persona 5 Royal, yeah, it's got some new stuff in there, but mainly Persona 5's music was good. Yes. So I don't think it gets to... I don't think it wins, but it's... It's, it's yeah. probably... It's it's my personal choice. Right. Love all the music in it. Getting up to a new world... Like, the, the thrill of getting up to a new world and going, oh, I'm going to hear a new theme. Yep. And there's not really too many games that I can think of off the top of my head where part of the excitement of getting up to a new bit is I'm going to hear some different shit. And yeah. if you want proof that it's my favourite soundtrack probably ever, uh, they just announced oh, yes. that they're reprinting the soundtrack on vinyl yeah. and they're doing, they're doing one for the regular one and one for Royal and I bought them both. Oh, <laughs> baby. Uh, yeah, I mean, I, I do. I, this is the only game soundtrack where I have listened to the tracks recreationally outside right. of the game and it's can get the same kind of enjoyment. They're really fantastic. fucking good. Yeah. yeah. I think just the fact that Royal doesn't build as much on the original as like a Final Fantasy VII remake does. Yes. Because I think the Final Fantasy VII remake maybe takes this. Yeah. I agree. Yeah. yeah ultimately, for the yeah the reorchestration and everything, it, it's, yeah. it's so good. It's, it's fucking incredible because those songs to me as well i know that music back to front yes because like you heard it a lot in the mm-hmm. game but then i've also just listened because it's it's really well written fucking it's music great yeah. music and yeah. there's so many like orchestrated versions on youtube and shit mm-hmm. there's so mm-hmm. many different versions of this that you can look up and the ones that they made for the remake are the best that i've heard yes. of these very um like as an example the thing you were saying of getting excited to hear the new thing. I wonder. Yeah, this is. I think I was going to say this as well. When you fight the 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 airbuster boss. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Uh, but it's also, crazy. also in the future uh, sequels to this. Right. I, I'm <laughs> fucking nuts. That yeah. But I'm yeah. thinking about songs and themes for areas in Final Fantasy VII yeah. that I'm excited to hear reorchestrated. Right. That's, and that's, you know, that doesn't happen with well, other games. Well, should we talk about this? Let's well, also talk about this game in a little bit of a wider context too because mm. this is one that was uh, in all of our top fives? Uh, it wasn't in mine. Oh, okay, right. right. But I do think that... Um, the well, We can do that in a minute because uh, I just want to say with the Airbuster theme, yes. with the music in particular... 
it's the first time that boss theme kicks in yep. f- from the original, even though you fought bosses before. And then that same boss theme happens for other bosses, but not the exact same orchestration right. as from that fight. Right. And they do that multiple times where they have the same theme pop up in different um, orchestrations or, or what's that? There's another fucking music term that I'm Compositions. For. Compositions. Yes. Mm. And, and in different is, contexts in the game. Yeah, right. yeah. It's that's so, smart. so cleverly done mm. and really keeps the momentum of the game building throughout the run of the thing. Yep. Because, I mean, they got the fucking Sephiroth bullshit one-winged angel theme yeah. in this one, which is crazy because it speaks to... I mean, we'll talk about more about the remake, but, like, it's a really good version of that. Too. Yes. Mm. All the music is done, like... It's all, yeah, remakes of an old thing, but it's done very fresh and very cleverly for that game. Yeah. We'll talk about it more in a second because I think maybe that takes this, but it's worth mentioning. I found myself going back to areas just to walk around, mm. just to hear right. the themes again. Uh, before we, we crown it, which I think we will, you mentioned the music from Ori before. Mm. Yep, yep. How that's done. Beautiful. Sounded pretty cool. Yep. Astro's Playroom has some really fucking good music. Yep. Yeah. Uh, especially that level with the singing is really cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But the fact that they can make a song about an SSD, (laughs) right? this is charming and fun and kind of like, it's good music. It's kind of fun electro-pop music. It's It's, perfect platformer music. Yes. Mm -hmm. Um, Animal Crossing. Oh, yeah, sure. And especially the basically quote-unquote end of the game is KK Slider coming and playing right. a little performance right. on right. the island? That's when true. You, you, do, you get your island good enough for him to visit, and after that moment, you see the credits. The game, you know, you play it forever, yes. but you you do get credits when you watch him play. So technically, mm-hmm. a little music performance is the is the kind of the finale of the game. Yes. The finale of yeah, the game. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. yeah, the noise that KK Slider makes. He goes, hmm, yeah. like that. <laughs> yeah, fuck, it's cool. Yeah, he's a badass man. <laughs> Uh, and yeah, Fuser has Fuser all, is great. It's yeah. all licensed, but it's so perfectly incorporated into the um, yep. concept of that game. Yes. All the points they pick for your mixing are exactly right. Mm. They change the speeds and the pitches and stuff of the songs perfectly. Yeah. It is so well done. Yes. yes. It's and incredible. The soundtrack is also well chosen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 I think. Uh, maybe this isn't part of it, but the cost of the DLC maybe takes some of that away. It's a, yeah, it's a little egregious, but also their that's, songs. Yeah, are, and yeah. They're licensing don't we want to it's so yeah. maybe just what it's got to be, right? Yeah, totally. Yeah. It, like that isn't the fault of the game, yeah, yeah. necessarily. But it's if you're just getting Cardi B in there and stuff, you've presumably got to pay a fair bit for yeah. that to happen. So yeah, yeah. 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 Uh, if Spotify's not going to pay artists, someone has to. I guess yeah. it's yeah. honestly the, the Guitar Hero and shit is the only time I've bought bought music yeah in the last decade yeah, yeah right uh, and yeah Tony Hawk's good but probably doesn't win because Final Fantasy 7 remake for the the way that they've ridden the line between nostalgia and freshness is really really well done in mm. their music mm. and for 90% of that game as yes. a whole yeah yes. and it speaks to how um just how iconic those tunes are in general that I've only played the first third of the original mm. about a year and a half ago. And even with that, like mm. a year and a half, like hearing these new versions of them, I was like, oh, wow, this is sick. You know what I mean? Mm. Like they already feel yeah. nostalgic yeah. and iconic to me, even though I didn't even play it all that long ago. Mm. They've got really well-written little riffs and shit. Yeah. yeah. That like little... <laughs> is like, yeah. It's like a fucking pop song, you know? You're going to... You can yeah. put the first little notes there and everyone go like, ah, 
That's you're a nerd. Fuck you. <laughs> and because of the way the Flush. game is presented, I thought I was going to really miss. I love the weird kind of synthy uh, music in the original when you've won a battle and you get in the little screen where you you know your XP is going yep. up the with the, that. Like again, yeah. I would sit on that screen for a while just to. You know, hear a bit more of that music, and it. You know, you obviously because this game is going for a bit more of a, you know, realistic thing. You're not getting that screen, mm-hmm. but then working a way to put that in where you just, for no good <laughs> in-world reason whatsoever, you have Barrett just going ba 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 ba. It's like, well, what in this world? What is that? Like, <laughs> yeah, what is yeah. that a reference to? Like, yeah. why is he singing that? But it's like, what a great kind of concession to still just work out a way to just. Hit that nostalgia button in a way that is yeah. st- funny and endearing and charming, I mean, and uh, those like little jukeboxes that are around and yes. stuff where you can find the old records of of the old songs. Managing yeah. to hit the nostalgia button in a, a charming and effective way is yeah, like you said before, Knox, exactly what this entire game does until the last like hour, I reckon. Well, it, uh, yeah, the last hour it, it's. Doing something different, I guess. It's crazy. So yeah. Also, so congratulations, five out of seven, everybody. You got best music of the best year. Best music, FF Seven R. And so it's also yeah, but on both of your game of the year list. Yes, it's my number two. Yeah, it, it came yeah, right. out uh, right as lockdown hit, and yeah, it really did help me through that first one. It yeah. was. It, I I I adored this game. I I loved all of it. Uh, it, it basically stops at around the point that I stopped playing the original. Mm-hmm. Um, I know a lot of the yeah the issues that people potentially have with it and the things that people found weird or whatever as they come into the end of this remake and what that means for the future. That mm. didn't really resonate with me. Uh, I just had such a fun time playing it. The combat is so good. It looked incredible. It sounded incredible. It was fun to play. The progression of it was great. I, I thought it was just fantastic. Yeah. I adored it. It speaks to the quality of this year in games that... Yeah, a game that I've been looking forward to since a mere whisper of it appeared in media. Right. Uh, is only number four on my list. Uh, but I fucking loved it. I, I didn't have the issues that you had with the end, Nox, and, mm. and a lot of people did have, to be fair. Um, but I just, I just sort of waved them away because I enjoyed the preceding 90% of the game so much. Totally. I, I, and I like... Re- this would be the, the hanging around. It could have been number five right. instead right. of Doom. But... um. I think just the um, there was some of the some of the side stuff was a little flat as well, right. you know. Like the fact that it was thirty five ish hours, and it's focusing in the first like what three or four of the original mm. game. Mm. It isn't as stretched out as that makes it sound like it could be. Yeah, but it is still a little. There's a bit, bit of padding. A There's a bit, bit of backtracking yeah. and stuff. There's some stuff. Like, oh, yeah, especially yeah. towards the like back half where someone's like, "Oh, now this little fucking guy stolen the key. Yeah. Go yeah, get him." Yeah, that sure. was oh, annoying. Right, yeah. That was very annoying. Yeah, yeah the sewers. Of- I think specifically because the sewers are kind of just nothing. You know, right. they're boring to run around in, and a bit of backtracking in one of the like little underground paths. But that there's that underground path. It's the bit with like the hand puzzles. Yeah. The score, the music, which yeah. was an original yeah. song, is just so sick. I just loved being there. And yeah. It looks fucking incredible yeah. the whole time, even with the like weird texture issues and whatever that sort of happened. That yeah. seemed like they were a technical fault or something. And some of the matte backgrounds, which just were like you know when you're running around turning on the lamps in the underneath the plate, yeah. And the background is just like a sort of low res picture of a if skyline. If you look at it, it's flat, yeah. strangely, yeah. 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 
I didn't. I didn't it's really. Minor stuff. Yeah, yeah, that I noticed, but I didn't really notice the texture stuff too much. And it's funny because in the lead up to this, I remember it was delayed a lot, and then it was. Yeah. Didn't they stop it and completely restart it at one point? And yeah, we yeah. were sort of saying this will never come out, and maybe when it does, it'll it'll be fucking dog shit and it <laughs> won't work. And then it comes out, and it's you know it's got its foibles, but yeah. again, it is in we the way we were talking about the wrong game that ended with the number seven. <laughs> yeah, yeah, totally. Yeah, it it, it all was like came together and worked playing the demo and we were all like, fuck, this is going to be good. Yeah, it's so detailed. Like, yeah, we talk about Cyberpunk like being a little ambitious or just not having the time that the devs needed to do that detail work. Right. It's it's there in Final Fantasy VII Remake and whether it's because there's, you know, smaller levels and static and it's linear in certain ways, but it's it just looks beautiful. It's so detailed. It's, yeah. The art style is translated from the original yep. blocky stuff to, you know, contemporary gaming perfectly. Totally. Yep. And I think the the yeah, the the visuals are mostly good. The the texture stuff is so minor, but right. it's worth noting because I there were a few times where I was like, that door is just a grey block. That's where right, right. Yeah. And and stuff like that. But then the animation is really great mm. and the voice acting especially is really, really well done. For yeah. as yes. much as they've turned up the anime style of Final Fantasy VII, mm-hmm. which I don't think was really there that much in the original, mm. but is definitely present here. Um, they do a very good job with, with the voice, in the English version at least, of uh, really great voice acting, which is part of the thing I'm saying with it feeling stretched out because you get so into the story, even though you know it, the bits where it hits the pause button for a little bit, mm do drag a touch. Mm. But then the gameplay during that is fucking good. Yes. Yeah. The game is really, really fun. They figured out how to do this like real-time combat thing that they've been trying to do since like 13. Yeah. Yes, true. And it fucking works now. It's yeah. so fun. I was so, so skeptical of that at, right. at, when it was announced, but fuck me, Dad, if it isn't just... I didn't like it in 15 and I don't really know right. what this is doing different, but it, yeah, yeah it, it just really clicked for me. Because 13 felt like all autopilot from memory. Yeah. 15 was kind of halfway. But this, you're making choices, you're deciding what to do, you're actually participating in the fight. Yeah, and switching between the characters and sort of having that like mid-game pause of like choosing right. this special ability, the magic or the materia integration is really fun. The bosses and a bunch of the normal enemies do challenge you as well. Yeah. yeah. Like... The I was so surprised by how good the the battle stuff in this was. Yep. Even from the demo, I didn't really like it in the demo, and I didn't like the voice acting in the demo. Or right. I was concerned about it. I thought it was way too anime. But yeah, I, I totally agreed. The main game, the voice acting, and the characterization, and and the writing, and all of that stuff. It's like over the top, but in a really fun way. It's stylistic rather than dodgy or whatever. Yeah, yeah. I think the very end gets muddy and confusing, and isn't. Pulled off, it, even for what they're trying to do, I don't think they pull that off. Really, mm. I'm so interested to see how the next one or two or however many they're planning to do recontextualize that ending bit because it is very much an ellipsis at the end of the game. So yeah. it's hard to. That was a shame, and it does. I agree with you in that it does get those last couple of fights are just very anime over the top. Where there's so out of three place. different coloured specters. Yeah, just yeah. like yeah. this is a. This is feels a bit uncreative mm, when you've kinda, had all this cool mech shit and everything going on. Yeah. From the story perspective too, it kind of comes out of nowhere. Mm. The characters react to it really strangely, but I think it could be like fixed in retrospect. And the me. idea of this all, the, these next installments presumably coming out on and being developed for the mm. five. I mm. suppose With so. how good this looked on the four is yeah. exciting. Yeah. Yeah. I, the, definitely I 
it makes me want to see those other ones heaps. And I'm really interested to see if they do, because I'm hesitant. I'd be more hesitant to get on board with them going like, oh, no, we're just still doing the regular remake. Right. Because they change up what's happening so much in that last chunk of this game that... Well, and they introduce those uh, ghosty things and stuff. So they, right. they're, they're purposefully adding a new element to this story for, I guess, people who played it before. Or mm. I'm not really sure why they chose to. I guess just because as creators, they didn't want to just do literally the same thing again. Yeah, it makes it seem like this is meant to be more of a sequel than a remake mm. because the... The the events of the original... Because the ghosts are basically, if you're trying to alter what's already happened, they come in and stop you, which so seems to be referencing yeah. the fact that you're There's, there playing is a, through this again, these yeah. events that have already happened at some stage. It makes... My interpretation of it was that it's like some interdimensional shit. Yeah. Because yeah. the way that Sephiroth is as a character in this, one and let me there's not a fucking name in the world that makes me feel like more of a cunt than saying the word Sephiroth yeah <laughs> I don't know, I know what it is but I feel yeah. like an absolute fucking dork every yeah, time yeah. but it seems as though the Sephiroth that's in this knows about what happened in the last one on oh, the same with the Aerith right by at some point she like ticks over and so there's I, I want to know how much they're going to because at this point yeah fuck it up do, right. do do some crazy shit for the next two and make this a sequel. Right, right, right. You I know? think I yeah, I want I want it the same level of divergence as we got in this one in in the sequels. I want to be sure. able to experience the stuff that I love from the original in a high definition beautiful redone way and I want some surprises and I feel like that's tr- kind of what they're going for. They don't I don't think they walk that line well enough in right, this one. Right. Cuz yeah, it just uh, it it doesn't go hard enough in either direction that it either quite feels complete or satisfying. Right, I think Does that makes sense. This is the one property, maybe or one of the few where I'm happy to be pandered to, and I'll absolutely right. forgive the, you know, the 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 sharp edges that aren't polished off here because I I just like Final Fantasy VII. Sure, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I, I think that's that's yeah, and that's fair enough. I'll come and- to that. <laughs> I the yeah the the stuff with the weird ghosty things and like the off the rails nature of the ending could definitely no longer be an in quotes issue with this game if they justify it mm. in the coming games. Mm. Does yeah. that make sense? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. If they do nothing to address that stuff and just continue <laughs> with the remake, then the end of the second one is like, and now we're doing another weird thing. I think <laughs> right. that'll make me bothered. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, it's still one of the games we talked about this <laughs> year. Yeah, well, uh, I reckon that is going to be us wrapping up part one yeah. of our chat of uh, the games of 2020. We will be back next week. Should we? We'll just quickly categories. we'll quickly mention what we did this time at the yeah, end. Yes, little recap. Yeah, absolutely. We, we talked about three of our games of the year were Astro's Playroom, Ga- uh, Ghost of Tsushima, I nearly said Game of Thrones because it's GOT <laughs> written in here, and Final Fantasy VII Remake. And the craziest shit that happened this year was Cyberpunk 2077 existing in the manner that it does. Yes. Uh, the game we probably like to play but didn't play enough was Hades. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And the best music was Final Fantasy VII Remake. Yep. Yes. There you go. It's all wrapped up in a Beautiful. neat little package. <laughs> nice. Why'd we spend an hour and a half doing that? <laughs> we will be back next week with uh, yeah more more conversations about the games of this year. So uh, rest assured, if one of your favorites didn't get mentioned, it's probably coming up next week. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, let us know on Facebook. Uh, yeah, what you th- uh, you know what you think of these games that mm. we brought up and uh yeah any of your personal faves and stuff we will see you for part two next week 
head to filthycasuals.com.au for the links to the socials, the Patreon, mm. where you can get a bonus episode every week, uh, the Let's Plays on YouTube, all of that stuff, the premium episodes on Bandcamp. Thanks very much for listening. We'll see you next time. And as we say here at the end of every episode of Filthy Casuals. <laughs> I said at the end, not consistently throughout the entire thing. <laughs> My business used to be weighed down by the complexities of in-person payments. Then, Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe came along and changed everything. With Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe, I streamlined my payment process effortlessly. Now I can accept in-person, contactless payments right from my iPhone. No extra hardware required. What's truly remarkable is how I can cater to all of my customers' payment preferences. Whether they're using cards... Apple Pay, or other digital wallets, tap to pay on iPhone and Stripe ensure a smooth checkout experience every time. And it's not just me. Stripe helps businesses of all sizes, from local markets to global retailers, scale quickly and stay agile. To learn how tap to pay on iPhone and Stripe can help grow your revenue and reach, visit stripe.com slash tap iPhone.